This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. The idea of Tucker Carlson being in that mob that day and not wetting his pants is hard to imagine. I mean, I, I find it hard to understand somebody who has never put himself in harm's way in, in any capacity for anyone else uh, or on reporting a story um, and yet has the audacity to try to rewrite history. I mean, that that's what this is. It, it is an attempt to rewrite history on what is one of the most consequential, you know, certainly one of the biggest events in American democracy. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell reacted at a news conference yesterday following the release of Chief Manger's letter. With regard to the uh, presentation on Fox News last night, I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police about what happened on January 6th. My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. And it wasn't just Leader McConnell. A handful of other Republican senators criticized the move as well. I think it's bull****. When you see police barricades breached, when you see police officers assaulted, all of that, or you had to be in close proximity to it. If you were just a tourist, you should have probably lined up at the visitor center and came in on an orderly basis. So I, I just don't think it's helpful. I think that breaking through glass windows and doors to get into the United States Capitol against the borders of police is, is a crime. I think particularly when you come into the chambers, when you start opening members' desks, when you stand up in their balcony, to, to somehow put that in the same category as a you know, permitted peaceful protest is, um, is just a lie. It's really sad to see Tucker Carlson uh, go off the rails that bad. Uh, the American people saw what happened on January 6th. They've seen uh, the, the people that got injured. They saw the damage to the building. Uh, you, you, you can't hide the truth. Um, uh, by selectively picking a few minutes out of tapes and saying this is what went on. It's, it's so absurd. It's, it's, it's a nonsense. Clearly placating the base of my party is, is not the right way forward for the Republican Party or for the country. I think what happened on January 6th was despicable. 
Um, in America, you can believe what you want, but you can't act on it in a way that constitutes violence. Well, I mean, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was an attack on the Capitol. So when you see what Tucker Carlson did using this January 6th footage, I want to talk to you about that here in a moment. First, I want to get your perspective on this lengthy new filing in Dominion's $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox. How are you reacting to this? Well, um, those two things are very closely connected, uh, Brianna, because we know from the Dominion lawsuit, and we will know as it comes to trial, uh, that Fox News is not, in fact, news. It, it, is, it is a money-making entity um, that is happy to uh, peddle falsehoods, even if those falsehoods damage the very foundation of our democracy and our market economy in the service of making money. And that's not a Democratic member of Congress saying that. This is something that Rupert Murdoch admitted in a deposition. Tucker Carlson, of course, trying to get a journalist fired because that journalist told the truth. Um, and so, you know, this Dominion uh, lawsuit is going to continue to expose uh, the very severe danger that comes from deciding that it's more important to profit and make a lot of money than it is to do the basic civic uh, obligations that we all have as citizens to preserve our democracy. What is your reaction to how Carlson used the January 6th footage to try to downplay what happened that day? You were there. I was there. And so let me answer your question as a person who just 40 feet from where I'm standing on that day worried that he might not live to see the end of that day, not as a member of Congress. I will tell you that I'm beyond appalled. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. We know who Tucker Carlson is. Tucker Carlson is a parasite on the body politic who, by his own admission and by the words that we're getting from the Dominion uh, lawsuit, is willing to enrich himself and his business to peddle the most insane conspiracy theories to a very small number of people who eat that up. Uh, that is the very definition of being an anti-patriot because it erodes our democracy. It is contrary to the facts that you can see if you watch anything about that. So it's not at all surprising that he cherry-picked out of thousands of hours of video something that supports a completely propagandistic narrative. And, it, and, and I'll just tell you this, it's enraging. It makes me want to jump through the screen and strangle the guy. It is enraging as somebody whose life was put at risk on January 6th to see, you know, a, a, a parasitic uh, guy like Tucker Carlson uh, uh, trying to retell history in some perverted way that uh, plays to, I don't know, some tiny fringe element of our, of our body politic. What do you think when you hear from your Republican colleagues on the Senate side, including Leader McConnell, pushing back, some of them very forcefully on Carlson? Well, it gives me it, 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 it gives me hope. It gives me hope because there clearly is a line and Tucker Carlson, who crosses that line every single day, crossed that line. So to hear Leader McConnell uh, in his way uh, condemn it, to hear uh, Senator Tillis use a barnyard epithet, as they say, to describe it shows that this institution has the bipartisan capability to reject the dangerous propaganda that Tucker Carlson is, is, is plying. And by the way, Tucker Carlson's advertisers should reflect on the bipartisan condemnation of that very, very dangerous uh, tack that he is taking. It's not bi bipartisan. It is the globalist uniparty. It's right there in full living color because the, uh, the heroism of uh, what Tucker Carlson uh, did on uh, Monday night. It is Wednesday, 8 March in the year of our Lord 2023, and it's game on right now. Because 
Um, like in the God scene in the Godfather, right? You'll know who who approaches you at the funeral to set the meeting will be the uh, will be the enemy. All the enemy is coming out in living color, and we'll get into more of this later. But for these MAGA states, you know the South Dakotas, the North Dakotas, the that have or North Carolina that have these uh, have these uh, basically traitors. Remember, these collaborationists are the exact same collaborationists in the Senate in McConnell Senate. That um, that supported Biden and has us in this jam financially because they voted for all this crap. Okay, we're going to get into all of this uh, this morning. I've got Beatty and Cortez to start off. Uh, Darren Beatty, your assessment and and as I laid out the theory of the case at CPAC the other day, and obviously on, on War Room yesterday, you have the Ken Griffin oligarch collaborationist members of the Senate that are essentially de- moderate Democrats. Uh, and globalist and uniparty, and you have the Murdoch apparatus. Uh, I want your uh, observations on the meltdown by the Republicans instead of coming in for support. The meltdown on the Republicans and Murdoch last night. Tucker silent on all this with no new footage. Darren Beatty. Well, first of all, um, I'd like to say I don't know if you saw. I was going to show you, but Trump loved our segment yesterday, especially the remarks on Trumpism after Trump. And I think that was a very powerful yes. segment. And I'm glad that it's getting the resonance that that it deserves. I think a lot of people resonated with, with our conversation yesterday. And just to continue it today, yes. um, bipartisanship, bipartisanship, what does that mean? Well, technically speaking, the January 6th committee was bipartisan because it had Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. And it was bipartisan in the sense that it had Democrats who hate Trump and Trump supporters and Republicans who hate Trump and hate Trump supporters, probably even more so. That's bipartisanship in the context in which the individual in the video clip was talking about it. The Uniparty, as you say, and the Uniparty has always been against Trump and always been against the American people. So they can't wave around this term bipartisanship as though it has magical powers. We know the game. We know the con. If something's bipartisan, that's the best clue that it's a horrible policy because the corrupt elements of both the Democrats and the Republicans have gotten together and they get together in these cases Whenever anyone dares step out of the playpen, you know, it's great to see. I don't know what the deal is with some of these, uh, you know, this, the South is such a great place. It has such great patriots. The people there are strong patriots. The voters there are strong patriots. But there's this weird phenomenon of kept Southern politicians that you see. There's some examples that immediately come to mind. But think of Tom Tillis. He's been a long time global. He's one of these kept senators. Open borders zealot, by the way. I think he's had an F minus for a long time by all of the organizations that rank these these open borders types. You have him. You have that other guy. What's his name? Joe something with his with his funny voice. Everyone thinks it's funny all the time. Well, he's shown his true colors as well. A total joke. A total. Oh, you mean 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 Kennedy with the Senator Claghorn. A total total 
kept man. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, 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 that's funny. Sure, that's 100%. charming. You got a voice like that. You're a kept man. You're a dog. Go back in the shed. You're a dog. You know, and these people, they all come out. And when do they come out? They come <laughs> hold out. It, when hold it, hold it. Stop. 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 I got, I got beady. I got beady more worked up than me. You're a dog. <laughs> get back. You're a dog. Get back in the shed. You old hound. <laughs> But no, it's true. Tell me what you really think. <laughs> and it's so it's so frustrating. It's so amazing, but it's but it's so mechanical at the same time. It happens with predictable regularity. Whenever a politician or a media figure, when they step outside of the playpen, and we all know what the playpen is. The playpen is the safe stuff. The playpen is oh. Look at Biden being a socialist. Oh, look at what AOC is doing this time. Yeah. Oh, look at this or that. But when you yes. step outside of the toys. and yeah. really touch a nerve, yes. and there is no more sensitive nerve to this corrupt and illegitimate and filthy regime than the lies surrounding January 6th, and they all come out of the woodwork, all come out of the woodwork to condemn. So it's no surprise. I mean, is anyone surprised see, to see what McConnell he, he, has to say he, he, about he, he, it? They're just reminding us of want, who they really yeah. are. But I want the audience, because we're talking about process, I want people to understand, because this is about systems. This is not about just individual personalities. This is also about systems, because we have yeah. a systemic issue here. And this is about process and critical path. What Donald Trump is and what Tucker is on these tapes is what we call a forcing function. He's forced us into the system, and the system explodes and reacts, okay? You saw it. You, that's what you saw yesterday. It was pure meltdown. I mean, the hatred on Tucker, and they're going after his advertisers, and quite frankly, I've told people the Murdochs are not only not with us, they're one of the leaders of the real opposition here. And Fox is going to throw out plenty of shiny toys for you to run around, oh, the Democrats are socialist. oh, look at this uh, school board meeting, which, by the way, we're all for the parents' rights, but they're trying to put shiny toys in front of you every day to get you off of the, their assault on their power and control and their narratives and their lies and their misrepresentations. And quite frankly, it opens up about why Fox hasn't been investigating this from the beginning. Why has Fox not been all over this topic on J6? It's because of the Murdochs, these foreign scumbags that control this network. Okay, Darren Beatty is with us. He's in the house. We got uh, we got DC Cortez about the cathedral. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe 
or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Wednesday, 8 March, Year of Lord 2023. Donald Trump, President Trump has a has a amazingly understated response as is his want uh, to um, to the Tucker Carlson uh, revelations in the footage. It's up on Daily Mail. We're pulling it right now. President Trump. Trump demands January 6th committee members are tried for treason, says political hacks and thugs on panel should be thrown in jail for refusing to show videos aired by Tucker Carlson. I think I'm in total 100% agreement with that. Um, I got Beatty. I got, uh, uh, we've got uh, Steve Cortez. I want to pull the camera back just for a second because we're trying to make sure you have um, nomenclature, uh, you have these constructs, you have understand process here. We lay a process, critical path, because we're in it now, folks. We're in it. And I want to bring in this concept of the cathedral. We've talked about it before, but Cortez got a great piece up on Substack. And, of course, Darren Beatty is one of the smartest guys about this. Uh, Steve Cortez, tell us about your Substack, the cathedral. And why is it so important here as we talk about you bet. the reaction of these red states? And by the way, MAGA out there right now, I want everybody to embrace this because this is on you. Okay, we got work to do. The reddest, most MAGA states have the worst representatives at the federal level, by and large. And it's not acceptable anymore. And this right. forcing function, the courage of Tucker Carlson, because really, Tucker Carlson right now, you've got to understand this morning, the... Um, they're all working the advertisers. Murdoch's all over him. You know, this, this, right. the Murdoch's pulled this last night, right? He, they don't have his back. So he's exposed himself by a political act of courage to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. And we need everybody to understand exactly what's going on here. Don't, don't run and be grabbing shiny toys. Steve Cortez, right. the cathedral. Yes, and 100%. We have to defend and back Tucker Carlson here because he is taking on uh, the cathedral. By the way, that Representative Himes, who you showed, who was on CNN, I've never even heard of him before. He said that Tucker is is parasitic. Uh, No, Tucker is patriotic, and he is trying to provide patriotic transparency for the American people about what really happened, and the cathedral wants to suppress it. Now, what is the cathedral? For folks out there who aren't familiar with that parlance, it is a term that is often used, particularly in the more intellectual realms of the new right. And it's basically shorthand for the ruling class of America, for people and organizations that have the same self-interest in globalism, in secular humanism, in leftist ideology against the interest of the American people. So specifically talking about obviously the federal government, talking about corporate media, big business, academia, all of them working in concert. And here's the thing, uh, that, that kind of description from me might sound like I'm being a crazy conspiracist. At times they do collude and openly work together, but most of the time they don't need to because the point is their interests are aligned. Their interest in globalism especially, they are all aligned. And yesterday, the reason I wrote that article, Steve, last night is frankly, when I was on your show, it popped into my head, there was just an absolute cascade of cathedral lies 
in a 24-hour period. It was really quite remarkable. You know, even by the very low standards of the American ruling class, the massive and consequential lies, that's important here too, Steve, uh, these aren't just annoying lies that aren't really relevant to people's lives. No, these are material, consequential lies that are harming the American people. And specifically, as I lay out in the article, you know, what are those three lies that were either told or revealed? The first was January 6th, exactly what we're talking about with Tucker Carlson and the reality of what happened in January 6th and the grand lie that has been inflicted upon the American people. The second one is Ukraine. The lie that during your show yesterday was revealed by the New York Times acting as a PR agency, as a stenographer for the intelligence community of the United States, actually trying to get the American people to believe that Ukraine or Ukraine sympathetic agents somehow pulled off this unbelievably sophisticated clandestine operation in the freezing deep waters of the Baltic Sea, undetected by the United States, without the permission or assistance of the United States. That lie was promulgated. Again, another consequential lie as this country, as the cathedral marches us toward potentially World War III. And then the third lie, uh, again, during your show yesterday, this all happened in a 24-hour period. During your show yesterday uh, was Fed Chair Powell getting up in front of the Congress and finally admitting that inflation is absolutely out of control and that he was going to have to aggressively raise interest rates to a higher level and more rapidly than previously forecast. But the point is, he has been part of the grand lie, a very consequential lie to every American, the, the grand lie that inflation was, quote, transitory. That ridiculous phrase, that absurd excuse, which was repeated ad nauseum by people like him, by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, former Fred chair, by people who know better and chose for partisan political purposes to defend the cathedral and lie to everyday Americans and say that inflation is transitory. So my point in writing this article is not just to hopefully educate people about the, the lies, but also to motivate the audience uh, to wake up to the reality that we need not accept these lies. You know, live not by lies. We cannot allow the cathedral any longer to spew these falsehoods and for us to just meekly accept them as if there's no alternative, because there are alternatives. And just last point here, who's a member of the cathedral? Who are some of the, the high priests of this perverted church, as it were? Well, a lot of Republicans. And we saw them on that tape, especially the permanent Washington senators who rallied to defend Nancy Pelosi, rallied to defend the ridiculous lie of the Jan 6 narrative. And, you know, again, let's name names again. It's Kramer, Tillis, McConnell, Romney, Thune. Uh, Romney, by the way, one quote he said there in the clip he played, he said, uh, this is about placating the base. Placating the base, an interesting phrase to use. You mean about delivering for your voters? Uh, you, we should be showing transparency? Yes, uh, Speaker McCarthy is delivering to the base. That is what politicians are supposed to do. It's what leftist politicians do every single day. They deliver for their people. Our supposed advocates don't deliver for the right, and we're changing that. The... Um the cathedral, the, the, this construct of it. And that's why what Tucker has done with this footage is a forcing function. Remember, this all came about, ladies and gentlemen, because of our win in the House, right? Everybody says, oh, we didn't win anything. Okay, we won in the House. We won with enough MAGA that we were able to have the four days that changed America in the, the four or five days that changed America in the first week of January. One of the commitments to that, one of the gates, that three-page memo, that we reviewed, one of the commitments was to turn over all of the 
uh, of the footage, make it public immediately, and they worked at a deal that he would give it to Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson just having one night before the Murdoch shut it down is a forcing function. Uh, Beatty, uh, and I'm, I'm cold calling you here, but the reason I can cold call you, you, since you were a professor at Duke and you're one of the smartest guys I know, I want you to connect the dots and explain to people. The cathedral, Posobiec's theory that we had a color revolution in, in 2020 in this country, starting all the way from the Wuhan lab and the, uh, and the bioweapon that, that leaked out of there through the um, George Floyd situation, all of it culminating in January 6th that we see now that they're trying to do. Now their new thing is Trump without Trumpism or they're trying to destroy this. Uh, movement, uh, all of it. Walk me through the cathedral and how it's connected to the color revolution that basically stole, and remember, Joe Biden is not a legitimate president, and they hate when we say that. He's not legitimate, and I can tell you who tells us every day he's not legitimate. The gangsters in Beijing, the KGB in, uh, and the gangster CCP in Beijing, the, the gangster KGB in Moscow, the Ayatollahs in Persia, they treat this guy with no respect, zero respect, because they know he's compromised by the CCP and maybe others, and he's not legitimate, and they know the American people know that. Darren Beatty. Yes. Um, well, the, the cathedral is a uh, powerful terminology. I believe the provenance uh, is the uh, writings of an individual called Curtis Yarvin, who at least popularized the term in certain um, in certain quarters, um, but beyond the term, the concept is important and manifestly accurate. And that's simply that in the United States, what I call the globalist American empire, you have a bunch of different institutions, all of the major institutions coordinated to a singular large ideology ideological purpose, and that this ideological purpose is directly connected with the maintenance of the power of all these institutions, the media, um, the academia, the politicians, and the bipartisan level that we're talking about, all the relevant institutions are in lockstep. And as um, Cortez mentioned, it doesn't even have to be any you know, a lot of explicit coordination. It can simply be a mutual understanding of common interests and the coordination follows automatically uh, from that. As to the color revolution issue, you know, people may have forgotten now, but before Revolver.News was famous or infamous for breaking the January 6th stories, we were famous, we we're semi-famous and infamous for our reporting on the color revolution. We had a whole series on it. And in fact, on this on this very show is, you know, is sort of cutting my teeth at the very early stages of Revolver, talking about the color revolution, talking about people like Norm Eisen and all of these other people who belong to this Atlanticist faction of the national security state who are obsessed with Russia, who are obsessed with Eastern Europe, and who have these regime change tools available to them that broadly fall under the rubric of color revolution, which is not a boots on the ground regime change technique, but a regime change technique that leverages media connections, that gins up mass protests, that exacerbates 
ethnic and gender and political cleavages in a target country and animates them to the level where you have mass demonstrations in the street. All things that we were starting to see domestically in the U.S. with Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and so forth. And I pointed out not just that the same techniques were being used, but it was the same people, the same cast of characters who are doing these color revolutions overseas who are the principal enemies of Trump using them to neutralize Trump. So this is a faction of the cathedral, as it were, a very important, a very dangerous faction. And it's a faction, by the way, that Trump has called out with increasing forcefulness in his recent statements on Victoria Yeah, yeah. Darren, Darren, hang on for one second. I'll take a short break. Back in a moment. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. That's a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowner's insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get a free title scan with sign-up. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um... I'm going to, it's going to take me a little while to do this, so we'll do it probably in the 11 o'clock hour, but there's some news out of, two things are happening, and Steve Cortez brought this up the other day, is that two of the most important things for 2024 are happening right now, and one of that is this Wisconsin Supreme Court situation that Cortez was, has brought up, and, and people are very focused on it. We're going to spend a lot more time on that because that is absolutely essential. Also, uh, no labels, I think, is now... Um, officially uh, registered in uh, No Labels is this kind of um, cathedral front group for politics. The Murdochs, the James and Lachlan Murdoch, very much in back of this, the, the Murdochs, the foreigners, um, to have these kind of compromised candidates, you know, the, the unity candidates, the bipartisan candidates. They are now in, I think, officially on the ballot or can put candidates on the ballot in Arizona. Remember, the Romney in Romney's associates around him are going to try to take Utah and Arizona and take them out of the column uh, for Trump in 2024 to deny Trump the presidency. So we're going to get into more of that later, but this no labels is a uh, a stalking horse that we'll spend a lot of time on. Uh, Darren Beatty, the cathedral, color revolutions, all of it. We realize that for people, now I know the War Room Posse and, and, and MAGA is in tune with this. The rest of the country's not. Um, you can't you can't use these labels of Republicans and Democrats. It's very much that nomenclature is a nomenclature from the past. This is populist nationalism versus the uniparty globalist elites, right? And their factotums, and that's why it's so upsetting. 
that not just the Mitch McConnells of the world, but that the these other states, particularly the upper plain, the North Dakota, South Dakota, it's just not acceptable. In the South, it's not acceptable anymore. These guys are bad guys. And they're out to thwart you every day. Okay, these are the globalists. They're on the payroll of the lobbyists. The, these and we're starting. These guys are the, the Republican senators in these states are the collaborationists, right? The worst of the collaborationists in the most Trump states. In the, we had Wicker on. We got that clip of him talking about <clears throat> we're, we haven't taken off first strike tactical nuclear weapons. First strike, the United States first strike tactical nuclear weapons off the conversation in Ukraine. Hey. I was on a Navy ship at sea for four years that, you know, brought the hot ones. And that, that kind of t- conversation was never had. That was like, what are you talking about? That, that kind of that is dangerous. And you see these guys that are in these red states and they're the worst people on Earth. OK, they're the worst people on Earth. Darren Beatty, um, you've, been, you've done more. We're going to drill down a, two things yesterday in the show that were kind of historic. Um, Posobiec went through the color revolution of 2020 in the United States of America. And Darren Beatty has been, um, has, um, and in fact, let's play, if we got the Beatty clip, let's play. President, President Trump is, is pushing this out hard. I've got it up on Getter now. It's from yesterday. Let's play a, a clip. Of, let's play a clip of this and I'll come in and, and, and let Darren talk about it. Hit the rewind button and give me that whole thing again, the addendum. Well, very simple. It's ultimately about the movement. It's ultimately about Trumpism. But this moniker that you hear of Trumpism without Trump, we want Trumpism, but not Trump. We want to move beyond Trump. That is the false song with which the establishment is trying to kill both Trumpism and Trump. The moniker of Trumpism without Trump is the establishment's way of destroying both Trump and Trumpism. And that's very important to understand. At the moment, you cannot separate the unique charismatic talent of Trump, a generational talent you don't see anywhere from the movement. It's not enough. Anybody can get in front of camera and read the script of talking points that are now revealed thanks to Trump's success to be successful and resonant with the public. Anyone can read a script and not anyone can govern competently, but competent governance is still a very different thing and a very far cry from being a once in a generation charismatic political figure who started and still leads the most important political movement in our nation's history. And I think people need to understand that crucial distinction. That is why the establishment is doing everything it can to promote not they're not never Trump anymore. They understand that's not going to work. It never worked. Now they are for Trumpism without Trump because they know that Trumpism without Trump right now means the end of both Trump and Trumpism. You better this audience. You're the tip of the spear of this. You're the vanguard. You're the cadre, right? You better strap in because the primary as tough as this primary is going to be. And it's going to be, uh, you know, logarithmically worse, right, in orders of magnitude. The primary, brutal. The general election, more brutal. And they're going to bring everything they got, right? And the, and the primary is they can't defeat him, is to, to damage him so badly. Then in the general, it's 
you know, they're going to go all hands on deck, all hands on deck. Murdoch's already said he will not return to the White House. Then, hey, the prize is you win, and then you got to govern. And you think it was bad last time? This is the time we snuck up. We, we surprised the deep state and the administrative state last time, shocked them that we won in 16. They're going to be waiting for you. So this is the fight for your country, and you're doing it in the beginning stages of the Third World War because this is what the neoliberal, neocon global order that is collapsing around us. And something's new arising. It's arising around the world with these populist nationalist movements. Uh, and you've got a guy that brought you four years of peace and prosperity for all of his shortcomings. And they are legion, trust me, as we all are, as we all are. But you're living in you know, the Chinese curse. You're living in interesting times, historic times, inflection point. Darren Beatty, how do people get to you in Revolver? Because now it, you've been a central reading for a couple of years, but now more than ever, you're one of the Sherpas here. You're one of the you're one of the guides to see people through this. Thank you. Yes, Revolver News. Revolver News. Um, we have some big stuff coming out a little bit later in the week. We've got stuff right now that everybody should check out. Check out our exclusive sections. If you haven't read it already, go and read our Color Revolution series, which is a tremendous and absolutely essential education. And what everyone's talking about when they say what's going on with the color revolutions happening domestically. Very, very important development in our country. So revolver.news, check out the exclusives. I'm at Twitter at Darren J. Beattie, and we are at Getter White Hot at Revolver News. White Hot. Thank you, Darren. Appreciate it, brother. Um, Cortez. This amazing piece, and we need everybody to get to Cortez's Substack to read this. I want you to connect uh, the cathedral, the, these Republican apparatchiks that are part of this, right. in, in the moment that we're in right now, sir. Yes. Uh, and a group of Republicans who do not realize what time it is in America, or if they do, simply don't care, right? And what do I mean by what time it is? Is that we, we have a confluence, as you often talk about, a confluence of created crises right now. And they are not minor crises, okay? Some of them actually are existential, particularly on the national security front. But the biggest two crises, I believe, created crises of Joe Biden and the cathedral, are the constant march toward World War III, toward escalation of what is a Slavic regional conflict of no importance to the United States if we would simply act uh, in a way consistent with realpolitik, that we have escalated into a global conflagration and a potential all-out showdown with the second biggest nuclear arsenal in the world. So that is one crisis on the national security sphere. By the way, while we're ignoring the actual uh, risk to the United States, which is China and the Pacific, particularly as it relates to Taiwan. And then the second crisis, though, here at home uh, is the financial crisis that has been created by Joe Biden, which is unfortunately terrible already for middle and lower income Americans and is dramatically worsening. And again, don't have to take my word for it. You can look to Jerome Powell, somebody who has been wrong constantly, but even he now has found religion, as it were, regarding inflation. Even he has to concede we have an absolute out-of-control problem, a problem which, unfortunately, from the monetary side, is only going to be remedied through some really 
punishing policy actions from here because of the inflation monster that he helped create. And again, getting back to these establishment Republicans that they helped create. To your point about, you know, who's a member of the cathedral who wouldn't claim to be, but yet they are. And these southern states, these red states where the where the people are absolutely patriotic populace, yet their representatives betray them constantly. Simply look at the state of Arkansas. Uh, a state full of of, of patriots, of a conservative, deeply red state. Both of the senators, Tom Cotton and John Bozeman, both of the senators from the state of Arkansas voted for the omnibus, voted for that absolute fiscal monstrosity, which took an already bad Biden economy and poured gasoline all over the inflationary fire to make it massively worse. And how did capital markets react to the omnibus? How did they react to what Tom Gotten did to his betrayal of us, to his aligning himself with the cathedral instead of the good people of Arkansas? Well, there's an absolute bond market revolt going on. And just yesterday, two-year Treasury yield hit 5%. When Joe Biden took office, it was 0.13%. It hit 5%. That is the worst level since 2007. And I don't have to remind the audience out there, except for maybe some very young folks, everybody else knows what happened in 2007. What happened the last time that we saw yields at this level? We had a 2008, 2009 financial crisis, credit crisis that nearly brought the global economy. But hold it, but hold it, but hold it. Don't, don't, don't skip this. T- don't skip this two year. This is about the inverted yield curve. I want people because it's right. all interconnected. And we're trying to make sure you understand the interconnectivity of this. So, and you can also stop the stuff. that's a conspiracy. This is a systemic issue. It's a system. Right. It's a global neoliberal neocon system. We're trying to do, you know, systems analysis, systems deconstruction. Right. So you can see that um, point at zero point one three percent. I want everybody to embrace that. At zero point one three percent, right under Trump, the to five five percent over five percent, it is so essentially back at zero point one three percent. The money is free, correct, Steve Cortez? That is free money. It's free. It's free. At a five percent, it ain't free. And you don't think your life is going to get ripped upside down? And I got to tell you, any millennial dancing in the streets and voting for this crap. You deserve to be a pauper. You're voting for it. Anybody that votes for this crap, you deserve to be a Russian serf. I keep telling you, you're going to be a Russian serf. Now you're leveraging up. You're borrowing everything you can to try to survive. You vote for it. You deserve it because you're going to get crushed. Not going to get crushed. You are getting crushed. Steve Cortez. No, they certainly are. And by the way, to prove that point, again, always let's go to data and evidence. If I can pull up chart number one, please. This is on housing affordability. Okay, now, how is this defined? That chart goes back 10 years. It's from the real estate giant Redfin. Housing affordability here is defined as uh, for your area, a median income can afford a median priced home at 30% or less of your income per month. That would be your home payment, which financial advisors recommend. Okay, so that's, that's how it's defined here. If we go back in time, 10 years ago, the majority of U.S. homes were affordable. Okay, Now it has plunged all the way to only 21% under Joe Biden. Only one in five American homes is mathematically affordable for earners in that area. Largely, mostly because mortgages have gotten so expensive, because interest rates have soared so dramatically, because the cathedral insists on massively 
spending exorbitantly and borrowing at a rate that is sending the United States into absolute crisis. What are the tangible results? What's the Main Street ramification for that? Only one in five American homes is affordable to people who live in that area. This is a crisis, and it means that young people particularly, they will never own a home unless we reverse course. Okay, short commercial break. Cortez is going to stick with us. Jerome Powell is all over the debt ceiling. Guess what? He wants to increase it. Why? He wants the Fed to print even more money for the elites. All next in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Patriots, Biden's inflation, it's crushing to American pocketbooks and to America's spirits, especially young Americans. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk. Millennials in their 30s have amassed a staggering $3.8 trillion in total debt. That figure is up 27% since 2019 before the pandemic. This is by far the fastest increase of any age group. Now, given this mammoth debt load, it's not surprising that they simply can't handle it. The, the rate of millennials who are severely delinquent on their credit cards since Biden took office, it's three times higher. And here's the even more foreboding news. Interest rates are surging. Just today, interest rates hit new highs for the year. 4% on U.S. Treasury 10-year yield, which is the benchmark interest rate that drives all the interest rates in your life from car loans to mortgages to credit cards. Patriots, we have to fix this mess. We have to create the conditions for young Americans to live lives of productivity and happiness the way their parents and their grandparents did. By the way, so for uh, and I understand the demographics of shows like this are traditionally skew older. We have a slightly, we know, younger audience than like Fox and CNN and these folks. But for people under 40, if you're just going to skip around and do TikTok, all the stuff you do and just kind of wander around, 
you're getting destroyed. The system that the, the whole thing's been built upon is collapsing. And we got a global war on one hand, and we got a ma- massive financial crisis on, a, on the other hand. And you're just skipping along, you know, whistling, oh, yeah, okay, cool, let's go have some fun, let's go do something. And you're running up your credit cards. You're going to get crushed. There's no way that you're going to get crushed. Steve Cortez. Yes, you're going to get crushed because interest rates are high and rising, right? The trend is not your friend here would be my message to those young people. But also that, you know, Steve, to your point, you are being effectively forced into serfdom financially, politically, and otherwise. And to the older folks in the audience who say, wait a second, not my problem. I don't have credit card debt. I've been responsible. If you have children and grandchildren, you care about them and you want a future for them like you had, uh, like previous generations had. And Steve, this is where I think it gets really kitchen table, okay, very tangible. In America, we have long operated on the premise that we are willing to make sacrifices if it means that the next generation does better. And that has always been effectively the bargain of America, of our country, that we know the next generation can do better. That is not happening now, and it's not happening at all. It's not even close to happening because people in their 30s, millennials right now, who should be at a point of life where they are starting to become professionally significant, they should be starting to earn a lot of money, be getting married, have children, or start to have children, none of those things are happening, okay? Their incomes are not keeping pace with inflation. They're not getting married. They're not having children, and they can't afford to buy a home. They can't do any of the things that are markers of becoming a successful and happy adult and contributor to society in the United States of America. Now, there are some cultural reasons for that, okay? And some of the blame belongs on young people. I'm not ignorant of that. But there are also massive policy hurdles that we have put in front of young people that make it incredibly difficult and in some cases financially impossible for them to live the lives that their parents and their grandparents lived. This is the definition, Steve, of managed decline though, okay? And we are not going to be okay with it anymore. We are not gonna be okay with nuancing and massaging the managed decline of the United States and seeing our young people put into a precarious financial predicament that many of them will never be able to get out of. No, instead, we're gonna reject the lies of the cathedral. Uh, We are gonna revolt politically against the collaborationist Republican who view themselves as part of permanent Washington rather than advocates for the people of America, including these young people who can't afford their lives right now. And this movement, here's the good news, plenty of bad news. Here's the good news, Steve. Uh, The reason I believe that the pace and the magnitude, the frequency and the magnitude of the lies that are being spewed by the ruling class, the reason for that is because the ruling class senses what's happening and what is percolating and what is grabbing power, and that is our movement. That is the America First patriotic populist movement. We are scaring them, okay, for good reason. They should be scared because we are taking power politically because our movement is young and it is growing. And because of that, though, the unfortunate counter reaction is uh, you see a massive acceleration in these ridiculous lies from the ruling class, lies about January uh, 6th, lies about Ukraine, lies about inflation. Um, so, the, the, you know, the battle intensifies, right, the battle lines. We can't expect 
the ruling class, after decades of enjoying enormous benefits from the system, the crony, corrupt system that they created, we can't accept them to just willingly acquiesce and to just willingly say, okay, we'll hand the keys over to the populace. That's not going to happen. It's not happening. Uh, we have a fight in front of us, but it is a worthy fight. Um, and it is a fight that as Americans, we were born to engage in. No, we have to take it. Let's play pals. We're going to do this and go to a break right afterwards. We're going to play the pal clip. Um, he's testifying, I think, again. Uh, let's go ahead and play the pal clip, and I'll get some comments, then we'll break for a 90-second break. Let me, let me, can I hear uh, pal? Start briefly by saying that we have no role and seek no role in what is really at the heart of fiscal policy, except uh, I, w- I will limit myself to the two things that other Fed chairs have, have said about this. One is just that Congress raising the debt ceiling is really the only alternative. There are no rabbits in hats to be pulled out on this. Two really is just that no one should assume that the Fed can protect the economy from, from uh, you know, the, the non-payment of, of, uh, of the government's bills, let alone a, a, a debt default of some, of some, or something of that nature, which we don't think will happen here. But no one should be thinking that we have the tools to, to, to protect the economy from all the potential effects of that. Is that a lie right there? We're not going to default on the debt. You agree? Uh, Steve Cortez, yes. Janet Yellen, and Joe Biden make that specific decision. That is a lie right there. Is that, is, it, it, well, that is a bald-faced lie from the cathedral? 100%, 100% lie, right? We do not have to default on the debt. Now, we will have to prioritize payments, right? And we'll have to pay the things that matter most first, things like Social Security, uh, things like Medicare, the defense budget. Okay, we'll do those first, but we absolutely do not have to default and will not default unless well, Biden chooses. Um, I, I'm not sure about the defense budget. Today's going to be a vote on troops in Syria. They got to come home. Prioritization of payments. You pay all the interest. You pay any face amount coming due. So there's no possibility to default. It's impossible. Medicare, Social Security. And then we figure it out. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in 90 seconds. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store. VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension. High blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart 
and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, If you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.